Colonel, came the word. There's at least a hundred big bastards, bigger than anything I've ever seen. Looks just like the pictures they showed us. They've got body armor and heavy rifles. Moving this way. That noise is them climbing over the rocks. Doesn't look like they're organized, just clomping toward our position. Zack questioned why they were coming over the rocks and not down the natural parting in the formation. Granted, the opening restricted the enemy for a textbook ambush, but climbing the rocks exposed them as well. With the combatants as close as they were to each other, using the transport cannons wasn't possible. He formed his troops into a classic horseshoe arrangement. The grenadiers waited for the Frisians. Clear of the craggy mounds, the huge warriors plodded into the trap. Remembering Colonel Byerly's admonition not to wantonly kill the Frisians, Zachary, using his comm on broadcast at the same time, opened a channel to the colonel. He ordered the Frisians to lay down their weapons and surrender. The ragtag army stopped, milled around a few seconds, confused, looking for their target. Apparently, only interested in following their instructions, they blandly stared into the dark. One raised his blaster and shot without seeing the enemy. One hundred blaster and laser rifles lighted the black night, shooting, still with no fix on their targets. Hidden behind the boulders, the grenadiers remained reasonably safe from the fusillade. Seeing the lack of discipline in the formation, Zachary wondered how they kept from shooting each other. As the Frisians emptied their weapons, they just stood around, seemingly not knowing what to do next, or even if there were a next. Zach, Brothus reports at least a thousand soldiers making their way through the gap. The Frisians were cannon fodder, meant to bleed you, Byerly cautioned him. Zachary moved to the right end of his horseshoe, to the south, a hundred meters covering the rock opening. On broadcast again, Zachary told the Frisians to surrender. It seemed they had no idea what his words meant. He stood. A mistake, and the Frisians attacked his position. Low-power blasters only! he yelled to the grenadiers. Fire! Lower-powered weapons had little effect on the attackers. Less than fifty meters separated them. Against the much larger enemy, his people stood no chance in hand-to-hand -hand combat. High-power blasters, fire! The Frisians dropped as the grenadiers' weapons swept the onrushing behemoths. Ignoring or not understanding what was happening to them, the Frisian advance continued, until not one remained standing. Zachary signaled an end to the carnage and told his people to focus on the rock face opening. With one thousand soldiers coming through the gap, he could not allow his medics to help the wounded Frisians. He feared few could be alive. Without medical attention, even those would not last long. Keep alert, he cautioned. Incoming mortars, someone yelled. The first exploded well beyond the grenadier's position, but a few rounds would get them the proper range. Zachary ordered his own mortars into action as enemy soldiers began pouring from the opening. With his troops outnumbered four to one, squad leaders concentrated their fire at the onrushing troops. Less than one hundred meters of open ground separated the two warring armies. Blasters and lasers could destroy the grenadier's protection. Zachary ordered killing fire into the onrushing soldiers. Still, the attackers continued headlong into the withering kill zone. Unable to stop them all, the grenadiers devolved into vicious, hand-to-hand -hand combat. Zachary pulled his K-bar knife and slashed as a man leaped his barrier, aiming at the separation in the body armor. The man grunted and went limp mid-air. Now waiting for the mortally wounded man to fall, 
Zack pivoted behind his rock position as deadly lasers lighted the area, and then he slashed at another hurtling body, hitting only armor. Swinging his blaster, hitting flesh and losing...